Welcome to another episode of the Master Your Moment podcast. The Master Your Moment podcast is dedicated to uplifting the human spirit and reminding each of us as citizens of this universe of our true potential for greatness, a potential that is possessed by each one of us and a potential which is achieved, or should I say activated, as we reconnect with that understanding of who we are and consequently what we are capable of. And so this podcast centers around dropping those reminders on us so that we can walk in all that we are truly capable of. We're in the month of December and we haven't recorded a podcast in a, in a few weeks. You know, no particular reason why not, but just really not recording until we were sure that we had more to give you. Last we were together, we began a conversation around the very important topic of expectations. And in fact, the title of that podcast was and still is Inspecting Your Expectations. Important because as I shared, expectations have the ability to impact one's emotional wellness. And actually not only our emotional wellness, but also our physical and mental state as well. And, you know, we're in the month of December and, and, and as everyone knows, you know, there are, are holidays that are celebrated this month and, you know, of different faiths and different beliefs and wherever you may fall on those spectrums, anytime there are holidays, anytime there are celebrations, anytime there are quote unquote perceived opportunities to recognize one another, oftentimes those expectations are attached. And so, again, when, when we don't treat expectations as important, you know, it allows us to possibly overlook something that can have an impact on us emotionally, physically, and mentally. Yeah, and so, so when our expectations are not being inspected and or managed, guess what? We leave ourselves open to situations and states of mind which are not necessarily in our best interest. That said, in today's podcast, we will be concluding, or well, we will be continuing and concluding this conversation. And so in terms of a title, this will be Inspecting Your Expectations, Part 2. Now, before getting started, and as always, I want to encourage you to listen with an open mind and not a mindset that says, I already know or have all the answers. Sometimes, even when we know a topic well, there can still be opportunities to learn and grow just by possibly hearing, considering, and implementing 
even one new thought or idea. You know, it's, it's, it's sort of like when you have watched a movie or listened to a song many times before and on this one particular occasion of, of watching or listening, you will hear or observe one thing that, that you may have missed before and that, and that one thing changes or enhances your perspective on what you saw or heard before. That is exactly what can happen when we, re when we remain open. Secondly, whether or not you realize your personal benefit from listening today, I always ask that you share the podcast with everyone you know. Why? Listen, you never know who might need to hear this, and you never know the impact it can have on someone's life or even a choice they are about to make. The last thing I will say before going in is to encourage you, if you haven't already, to listen or even listen again to part one of this series. Of this series, it will it will do a great it will do you great justice, I should say, in positioning you even more so for today's share. So inspecting your expectations, as we shared the last time, uh, an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. You know, expectations representing a strong belief of something happening or occurring might be okay if it is or was simply being applied to ourselves but expectations are made even more complex when applied to another person. We have expectations of ourselves, right? And extend to ourselves unlimited latitude to achieve our expectations. Uh, we, we, will, we will alter our expectations and, and sometimes even eliminate them based on what we know to be our intentions and acceptance of our known limitations. Excuse me. <clears throat> this, of course, you know, isn't necessarily the case when dealing with others as we tend to evaluate ourselves by our intentions and others by their actions, right? And this, of course, can lead to a tremendous amount of unrest because unfulfilled or unmet expectations will do just that. And this is most notably the case in relationships. You know, hence inspecting our expectations looks at expectations, but at from four separate, but inextricably connected perspectives. What do I expect from myself as the first? Secondly, what do I expect from the other person? Third, what does this person expect from me? And then lastly, what do I expect from myself when my expectations are not met? You know, you could even pause the podcast right there and maybe meditate on those for a moment because very often when we are considering expectations, 
we will get stuck somewhere between the first one and the second. <clears throat> that is, what do I expect from myself and what do I expect from the other person? You know, steps to help the expectation setting. Talk it out, right? We mentioned these in the last podcast. Sometimes lower is better. Learn to judge by intentions and not always by actions. And then fourth, if you get stuck, get some help. And that, that kind of puts the last or the first uh, part of this into a capsule, a nutshell, if you will. And again, I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't. Today, I want to conclude this discussion with a deeper dive, if you will, into what I consider to be three of the very specific pitfalls to a healthy management of your or our expectations. The first of the three is what I refer to as pedestaling. Pedestaling. Pedestaling is is where we elevate people or a person to a status of they can do no wrong. And when I say that, I am not saying that they can do no wrong. I am saying that the pedestal you place them on allows them to do no wrong. And so if they do wrong, or if they do not meet a particular expectation, or if they fail or fall, you are devastated and emotionally a wreck. The question is though, why did you put them there? Did putting them there actually set them up to fail? And and even if they presented themselves in a way that suggested they belong there, what did your intuition or sixth sense say to you to either dissuade you from doing it or make you consider it, but either way, you ignored it? The second pitfall is titling versus reality. Titling versus reality. When you are getting to know someone, and I mean really getting to know them, it is it is very important to differentiate between who the person is presenting themselves as and what you see in reality with your own eyes and senses. We all know it is human nature to want to present oneself in the best possible light, especially when the desire is to win something or win someone, win someone's favor, win someone's admiration, win someone's affection. And that's whether that something is a person, place, or thing. First impressions are lasting. And in wanting to win that person, you will show them what you think, feel, or believe they want to see. Even if it means presenting yourself in a way that you know is not real. As the person 
interacting with this individual, it is important that you base your expectations not on who they are trying to present themselves as, but rather, who do you see? Don't confuse yourself or set yourself up for disappointment or emotional dis-ease or disease, if you will, by supporting a title that does not fit the individual. And the third one is dealing with your own issues first. Yeah. Listen, many people, contrary to what they think, feel, or believe, are not truly healthy enough to be engaged in a relationship with another person. And that's whether it's due to childhood trauma, uh, issues from prior relationships, or false paradigms about relationships, just to name a few. In order for you to, in, to, to engage in a healthy relationship with another person, whether professionally or personally, you must be healthy. I want to. I. I, I want to let that really sit for a moment in you. In order for you to engage in a healthy relationship with another person, personally or professionally, you yourself must be healthy. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time you spoke with a therapist or a coach about your relationship or relationships, or better yet, what your expectations are from relationships. When's the last time? As a, as a coach, I will tell you, I am always of the opinion that it doesn't hurt to talk to somebody. And when I say somebody, I mean a professional. I don't mean your aunties and your uncles and your parents and your cousins and them. No, I'm talking about someone who has been trained to listen, understands the importance of being object, objective in their listening, and is able to, to, to offer wise counsel focused on moving you forward. So whether that's a therapist, mental health counselor, minister, life coach, you give yourself the ability to approach your relationships and their expectations from a healthy place by being healthy in your approach to them. You know what? You also give yourself permission through those conversations to be vulnerable in your personal spaces by engaging a professional. And this, this is very important as there are times when the issues impacting our choices and expectations are rooted in some very, 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 I said very three times there, very painful places. 
you give yourself permission to explore, to consider, and to reconsider, and to think, and to get well when you take the steps of engaging a professional. And after all, it is about health and wellness as an individual first. And then in our relationships, right? Because again, you cannot operate in a healthy relationship if you yourself have not dealt with issues or challenges that might prevent that. One of my, you know, I, I built built my, my coaching practice on this particular quote, change occurs when we address the conflict that's affecting our choices. So you could you can be going from job to job, professional opportunity to professional opportunity, from relationship to relationship. And in each of these situations, engaging or, or uh, setting expectations to these relationships. But because you have not taken the steps to deal with your own issues first, you haven't addressed the conflict within yourself first, you have not done the work within you to truly say that you can thrive in these relationships, your expectations are unrealistic. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you won't have success or that you haven't had success, but it's about long-term success, isn't it? It's about complete balance within our lives, certainly where relationships are concerned. And expectations play such an important part in the health and wellness of our relationships that we've got to take a a, a stand and in some cases take even a step back to be able to improve in that area. So just to review. Avoid pedestaling. Don't put people on pedestals. Don't allow yourself to be put on a a pedestal. You know your limitations. We all have limitations. And when we put people on pedestals, or we allow ourselves to be placed on a pedestal, we are engaging in self-sabotage. And the end result of that oftentimes will not be good. Stay away from titling versus reality. Listen, we all have a, what we call intuition, or it's referred to as a sixth sense. We have our gut feeling. Some say our third eye. The bottom line is there is something that has been placed in us by our creator that allows us when we go into situations that we know aren't correct, We can feel it. Don't title when you can see that the reality is something different or when you feel that the reality is something different. I'm not talking about paranoia. I'm saying 
If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, there's a good possibility that it's a duck. And if it is a duck and you're trying to avoid ducks, wouldn't it be worth it to do a little bit more homework as opposed to ignoring that long beak on its face and and the sound it's making and the way it's so flat-footed and walking? Not treating that like coincidence, but really fully understanding. And then, of course, in this review, deal with your own issues first. Don't go into relationships expecting that person to make you better. Don't go into relationships expecting to be made whole through the relationship. No one can make you whole. If you have holes in you, if you are broken, deal with it first before trying to add expectations to situations that you yourself are nowhere near ready for. Avoid pedestaling. Stay away from titling versus reality and deal with your own issues first. Yeah. And that's it for today. You know, um, I I really, this particular topic I think is one that is so important. And I really hope as I shared earlier that you will listen with an open mind and, and, you know, be, have that I don't know mindset and that you'll share this with others because, you know, so many are struggling with unhealthy situations, both personally and professionally. And as I shared, one thought can make a difference. Yeah. So we've come to the end of this particular podcast and, and I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your attention and Thank you for your openness to change. Because again, as I shared earlier, change only occurs when we address the conflict affecting our choices. For those that have be that have become uh, faithful listeners, I want to tell you thank you. And for those that may be listening for the first time, if there's a way for you to subscribe to the podcast, depending on the platform that you're hearing it on, please do so, so that. You know, when we, when another episode airs, you'll know and, and hopefully you'll have an opportunity to tune in and listen. Uh, and, and you can also share it. Because again, this is all about, you know, creating health all around, all about uh, that remembrance, that reminding. And when I say reminding, I mean where that mind comes back together. Yeah. So until the next time we are together, I want you to remember that the situations and the circumstances in your life, sir or ma'am, brother or sister, oftentimes are not meant to end you or done you, as I'll sometimes say, but they are actually meant to expose something else that's inside of you. And that something is tied relentlessly tied, inexplicably tied 
to your limitless potential for greatness and, yes, indeed, your eternal hope. So until next time, this is your brother, Baruti Moenda Mariamen, saying peace to you, peace to your family, peace to those that you care for, peace to those that you interact with, peace to your situations and your circumstances, peace to your mind, peace to your finances, peace to your home life, peace to your children, peace to you as you drive on, on some of these crazy roads, right? Especially this time of the year. But this is your brother saying peace to you until our next time. And remember, it ain't about the hours. It ain't about the days or the months or the years. It's about the moments. So master your moments. Peace.